0: Dale Fryer and welcome to America News Now. Kim Kardashian is still on the fence about Trump, while Trump reportedly just made that fence 10 feet higher. Last Saturday night, a pressure cooker bomb exploded in lower Manhattan, injuring 31, but luckily killing no one. Stephen
1: Chang reports on terrorism in the United States. 36 hours after he injured two dozen New Yorkers in an apparent IED explosion, Ahmad Khan Rahami, now known nationwide as dumpster fire McFuckface, was apprehended by police in Linden, New Jersey. McFuckface had 36 hours to escape and ended up passed out in a bar just 21 miles away, leaving the world wondering, Are terrorists stupid? Michael Parciano, a hot dog vendor, answered the question.
0: Hell yes, terrorists, a frickin' stupid. I saw the explosion myself. Very weak. Very, very weak. The dumpster only went a couple
1: hundred feet. If it was a real explosion, that thing would've landed in Poughkeepsie. This guy was a buffoon. Despite being just a casual observer, Parciano's point is supported by evidence and the experts. The
2: thing about terrorists is they are not the sharpest tool in the shed, not the... Not the brightest bulbs on the Christmas tree. Pardon me, can I say retarded on this program?
1: Olivia Miller is a professor and counterterrorism expert who consults with Interpol and the Federal Bureau of Investigation.
2: Everyone knows that the terrorist cells in the Middle East are characterized by their poverty and desperation. But what's truly fascinating is the radicalization of youth in Western Europe and North America and how... Unprepared they are to be terrorists.
1: Rahami, dumpster fire McFuckface, immigrated to the United States at the age of seven and is by all accounts a homegrown terrorist. We spoke to a fellow member of a terrorist forum that Rahami frequented.
3: I decided to become a terrorist once I learned that Osama bin Laden had 16 wives in his own house. Anyone can
4: become a terrorist in the Middle East. That's easy. The real challenge is to do it over
3: here. To camouflage among the everyday people. The morbidly obese, the racists. It's not so easy in the melting pot.
1: Olivia Miller explained the general profile for a domestic terrorist.
2: They're usually in their 20s and lonely. They probably live with their parents and play a lot of video games. Their Spotify playlist consists of, in addition to traditional Nasheed music, Weezer and The Cure, and they are very very unlikely to be in a relationship.
3: I had a girlfriend, she just goes to another school. So you probably haven't met her.
1: She's really
4: hot.
3: We even do butt stuff sometimes. And yes, that is legal under Islamic law. I checked.
1: To better understand the realities of being a terrorist, we talked to one with actual experience, the devilishly handsome Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, See me for a picture. My first mistake was
4: working with terrorists. I mean, have you seen these guys? If I had a virgin for every time a terrorist did something stupid, I would never have to be a terrorist in the first place.
2: One thing we've noticed about terrorists in the Muslim world is they have a particular obsession with pornography.
4: This is true. I do love my pornography so much. So very, very much. But not like Osama. I remember this one time that a bunch of us Al-Qaeda people came over to his sick pad to watch the newest episode of How I Met Your Mother. But he kept trying to put on Ass Invaders 9. Like, I know you're the best terrorist and all, but
1: cool it, man. You have friends over. While Mohammed's plans did literally and figuratively blow up in his face, he was the mastermind and not the immediate perpetrator. To answer once and for all if terrorists are stupid, we talked to the dumbest terrorist of all time, Umar Farooq Abdul-Mutalab, the underwear bomber.
0: Well, I put the explosives in my underwear. It seemed like as good as place as any, and when I tried to detonate it, all it did was set my pee-pee on fire.
1: Well, what did you think was going to happen?
0: Uh, you know, like a... And uh.
1: And isn't it true when a flight attendant asked what was in your pants, you said, an explosive device?
0: Hey, hey, I am a terrorist, but not a liar.
1: So, Umar, are terrorists stupid?
0: Absolutely not. Would they have a stupid person give their life for a greater organized religion while its leader sat safely at home and were pampered with wives and money? Ha! They must think I'm a genius.
1: So, uh, what do you do in prison? Oh, you know, just terrorist things. With our question just about answered, New Yorkers are looking upward and onward, with hot dog vendor Michael Parciano giving this warning to anyone who dares mess with his city.
0: Remember this. New York always wins. We gotta protect Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and the other one. So no matter what you do, no matter where you hide, forget about it. We found Osama bin Laden in Abbottabad,
1: Pakistan. Talk about a bad place to hide. With this recent threat behind them, New Yorkers can worry less about avoiding terrorism and more about avoiding eye contact on the subway. For American News Now, I'm Stephen Chang.
0: South Korea has a plan to execute Kim Jong-un if need be. The plan consists of keeping him away from the complimentary buffet. If you ever wanted to see a senior citizen intersex cage match, tomorrow's presidential debate will likely disappoint. Both candidates have spent the last few weeks preparing for their
4: showdown at Hofstra University. Eli Warren reports. Who will be the master debater? Donald Trump has been practicing with his daughter for quite some time. The Republican nominee has set up a debate camp at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida.
1: All right, Ivanka, you be Hillary.
2: One second. Emails, emails, emails. Okay.
1: Baby, baby, you're gonna be a great Hillary. You're better looking than Hillary, but you're Hillary. And I'm billionaire and presidential candidate Donald J. Trump. And begin. You're low energy. You have no stamina. You'd be a weak president.
4: How is that, baby? Donald Trump has surrounded himself with his most trusted advisors, the Heritage Foundation's B-Squad, former New York City mayor and 9-11 mentioner Rudy Giuliani, former Fox News executive and lover of all women Roger Ailes, and Coulter-Light and campaign chairwoman Kellyanne Conway, and, of course, his daughter Ivanka Trump. You know, my dad just needs a little coaching. We had a one-week summit to get him to stop calling Mexicans rapists. And that went pretty well. Just today, I got him to agree that it's best not to refer to meeting all his diverse supporters as tasting the rainbow. The Donald was very appreciative of Ivanka's counsel.
1: My daughter. Did you see her? She's beautiful. Stunning. If she were my daughter, I'd probably be dating her. But because she's my daughter... She's my number one policy advisor instead.
4: Rudy Giuliani, who is serving as one of Trump's domestic policy advisors, spoke to the importance of self-control during the debate.
1: All people, from the top to the bottom, from the
4: middle to the side. At the resort, we watched Donald Trump practice a portion of his opening
1: statement. When I'm president, I will fix this country's black neighborhoods. I was walking down the street the other day, and I thought I saw a huge garbage can. But it turns out it was just a black neighborhood. Terrible, just terrible in the black neighborhoods. They'll pay to fix themselves.
4: Over at the Clinton camp, things were much more rigorous, with Secretary Clinton squeezing in just 20 minutes of sleep a night and only stopping to snort packets of emergency.
5: Donald Trump is a very difficult candidate to crack. We've tried almost everything. I debated a 12-year-old bully, a monkey throwing feces at me, and two monkeys throwing feces at me. Yet I still feel unprepared about what might come in the debate.
4: On Clinton's team of advisors are the former president and intern Coordinator Bill Clinton, her running mate Tim Kaine, and token black person and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. Bill Clinton spoke on the focus of these few days.
3: We're mostly worried about the scandals. The Benghazi scandal, the email scandal, the pneumonia scandal. God, so many scandals. It's a shame you can't call her scandalous.
4: <laughs> As Mrs. Clinton mentioned earlier, the mock debate is an essential part of the debate prep process, but the Clinton campaign has had a difficult time finding a suitable stand-in for the Trumpster. Tim Kaine volunteered but was distracted by a local antique fair.
5: We figured that the only people who could accurately capture Mr. Trump's vulgarity and unpredictability were brash stand-up comedians. But they couldn't adjust to the debate environments. So, I turned to the loudest, most New York-accented man I know.
4: I'm back, baby! The Clinton campaign's mock debate featured the former secretary, Senator Bernie Sanders under the influence of crack cocaine, and an orangutan throwing feces.
0: Just as a preface, I would like to say that the one thing Mr. Trump and I agree on is our opposition to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. So if all questions could be about that, it would be much appreciated.
5: Mr. Trump, you have said that you will build a wall without increasing the size of the federal government. It would behoove all of us if you could explain how you will accomplish this.
0: Everyone who knows me knows that I'm the best behoover. I'm in the top 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the best behoovers.
5: What I'm having trouble finding here is any sort of substance to his policy.
0: If we cannot trust Hillary Clinton to deal with a monkey throwing his poop at her, how can we trust her to deal with ISIS?
5: Mr. Trump, that's an unfair-
4: (laughs) (laughs) That monkey's crazy. Can someone hand me that sweet, sweet crack rock? Despite the chaos, former President Clinton considered the event a success.
3: You know, I actually think this is an accurate representation of what's gonna happen on Monday night. And believe me, The Arkansas State Assembly is a lot like these
5: chimpanzees we got. So I feel her pain. I feel her pain. I'll admit I'm a little nervous, but not really, because I am going to win. I will be the next president of the United States. There is nothing on God's green earth that can stop me. (laughs) So it's important for me to just relax out there. Have a good time.
4: Going into the debate Monday night, both camps are excited. But the Trump camp even more so, as anything other than yelling racial epithets will count as a victory. Hashtag Bellcurve. For America News Now, I'm Eli Warren.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the world is actually coming to an end. This week Angelina Jolie filed for divorce from her husband, an alleged humanitarian Brad Pitt. The cause is not yet known but the result is sadness and increased sales of People magazine. Love is dead as a fucking doorknob. I mean, if these two beautiful rich people with an equally beautiful multicultural family can't make it work, how can we? How can Joe and Mary Sue from Maine do it if their kids weren't even born somewhere cool? So what will happen to Brangelina's adopted children? If they cannot decide on custody, will they just be added to the cast of the Magic School Bus reboot? Or the future Captain Planet kids? power rangers the fate of brandolina will happen to all couples except for white ones who have been married for over 40 years they have that shit locked down like there is no way out like betty loves to yell but how can always turn off his earring aids <clears throat> it's unclear what killed love conservatives will claim it was the supreme court's gay marriage decision and liberals will say it had something to do with microaggressions but actually love was still alive until just this week This was the final nail in the coffin. And now, a word from our sponsors.
6: Hi-de-ho, folks. Are you in need of a little extra cash to get through the week? Well, Cash Solutions Incorporated is here to help with a special deal on payday loans. Payday loans! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, for the low, low price of just three of your fingers, you can get up to $814 with the lowest of interest rates. Now, we're not one of those predatory companies that's going to come knocking on your door, repossessing your car, and all that mess. All we want is your signature on that dotted line and three more of your fingers. Now, you might be thinking, what if I need more than $814? What if I need to repair my roof? Because rainwater keeps leaking into little Johnny's bedroom. Well, look no further than Cash Solutions, Incorporated. for the low, 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 low cost of your right kidney. Not the left one, but the right one. We will give you not one, but $2,000. That is right, for your kidney, we will hook you up with enough money to buy a 1995 Honda Civic with suicide doors. That is right, people sell a 1995 Honda Civic with suicide doors for $2,000. Now I know, times are tough, and you may have an emergency and need just a little more than $2,000 we understand if you provide us with nothing more than your soul we can wire you three thousand two hundred and four dollars no other payday loan company can offer that so next time you are strapped for cash consider parting with those pesky body parts taking up too much space anyway call 1-800-6666-6666 cash solutions incorporated
0: The CEO of Mylan infuriated lawmakers at a hearing about EpiPen cost. Instead of jail, she'll be placed in a room with a lot of peanuts. The Art of Seduction. Since the Yin Yang Twins released a whisper song, men have sought to strategize how they talk to women, culminating in pickup artistry. Reid Rickenbach infiltrated this community and discovered just what made them tick. Grab your fedoras and get ready to rumble. To learn
3: more about pickup artists, I enrolled in a class on seduction in New York City taught by Mr. Vincent
4: Leroux. The goals of my program are to get average dudes as much action, and I do mean sexually as they possibly can.
3: I sat in on a lecture for Leroux's 101 class.
4: The first thing you must do is objectify your target. Can someone tell me what the first thing you should say to what we call Marx? Uh, what's your name? No. Remember negging? It's, you want out to the club just like that? The answer is always negging.
3: Negging is the pickup artist term for using insults to gain the attention of possible suitors. By their logic, making women feel bad about themselves is the best way to gain their affection.
4: All women, no exceptions, like to be treated poorly. Remember when you were a kid and your older brother would punch you in the face and that would just make you want his approval more? It's just like that, except with carefully timed insults instead of fists.
3: While LaRose certainly offered an interesting view into the mind of a sociopath, I wanted to understand what makes someone choose to become a pickup artist. Most of the class was too anxious to speak to me, but 101 student Jacob Pelfrey reluctantly agreed after being promised some gummy bears. I haven't had the best luck with women. They don't ever really talk to me, but when they do, it's usually when I'm talking to them at the checkout line of the grocery store. Mr. Vincent said that he can help me bag bitches, yo. He told me I should say that, but I kind of just want a girlfriend. Pelfrey is a 23-year-old who has admittedly never kissed a girl. I mean, obviously my mom. That doesn't count. I told my parents I needed $500 to join the gym, but actually yeah, I used it on this. Here's just hoping they don't notice that I never get big, strong muscles or I don't know, anything like that. There were some with an iota of romantic experience, like Manny Ortega. Yo, I've had sex eight, Times,
1: and that's with eight different women. Now, you might be asking, Manny Manuel, why, you're such a player, why are you in this class? Chica, there ain't no shame in learning the fundamentals. After their second session,
3: Ortega took his classmates out for a round of drinks.
1: Hey, mommy, mommy, mommy. Hey, mommy. Hey, mommy. Look over here, babe. Why are you ignoring me, baby? Oh, okay. Okay. You got a boyfriend. I see. I see. Oh, hey, hey, Chica. Hey, stop being stop, yeah, baby. You want a fair split and Uber back to my place? Oh, okay. Okay. You want to look like that then? Okay. Hey, 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 baby. hey, baby, hey, you shoot with that ass girl. Damn. Oh, okay. Okay, walk away then. I see how it is. I know I live with my mom, but she goes to bed at nine. You know, so you, you, know you come over and you know what I'm saying?
3: Ortega tried to justify his dry spell. Man, it's the neighborhood. If
1: I was back in the Bronx,
3: I'd be swimming in panty juices. So much so that I'd have to take a shower. The sole woman in the class was middle-aged socialite Vivian Drabkin.
2: I've been in Professor Vincent's course, Pickup Artistry 101, for two months now and I haven't had as much success as I'd like.
3: Unimpressed with the blue collar options at Manny's preferred watering hole, Drabkin visited the upscale Bemelman's Bar in the Upper East Side to deploy some of her new techniques.
2: Hey buddy, you get those jeans at Walmart? I'm surprised you wore them to the club. Hi, I'm Vivian. Can I buy you a drink? Hey, tough guy. Do you have a mirror in your pocket? Because I can, I. uh, Do do you have a mirror in your pocket? Because I can see you in me. I am disappointed that this hasn't helped my search for a young man with whom to impress my 6 a.m. soul cycle class. I guess men are just scared of an older woman with a murder charge on her record. Hey, is that a penis in there? I, I like to see it.
3: Out at the bar for the first time in his young life, Jacob Pelfrey did the impossible and tried to talk to an actual live woman. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You want to go home? With me? <laughs> Jacob Pelfrey died shortly after this encounter of a simultaneous heart attack and stroke. On his deathbed, he allegedly whispered, How are you, m'lady? Vincent Leroux dedicated the
4: next class to his memory. And what lesson do we learn from Jacob's death class?
3: Uh, life is fleeting. Cherish every moment. No! Don't be a fucking pussy! We earned this! My week with pickup artists showed just how toxic the culture of male entitlement can be. So, think twice before bringing a daughter into this world. This piece is dedicated to the memory of Jacob Pelfrey. For American News Now, I'm Reed
0: Rickenbach. And that's it for American News Now. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Dale Fryer reminding you that almost every hand you've shaken has had a ding-dong in it. Good night, America. <music>